Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue, alongside him are the world famous Pot Brothers at Law and Mr. Joe Grande. Orale pues. And you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show in the country. It's the universe, Blue. I say at least in Las Vegas, Craig. Well, absolutely in Las Vegas. Right here at G4 Live, Bud Tenders Awards. It's going down real big. Joe, let us know who we got on the show. Well, not only that, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all over the world. We're heard in 134 countries and counting. Yes. And we appreciate each and every one of you out there for listening to the podcast. If you ever want to call us up and say hello, we've been getting a lot of amazing voice messages. Matter of fact, I just want to update you guys. The guy that's been losing weight, he gave us an update. He's lost some more weight. He, he actually gained a few pounds. And he says, Blue, you're very invested in him as you've been listening to him on Clubhouse. I have been trying to help him out a little bit. He's doing an amazing job. So he left us a voicemail the other day. So thank you very much. That number is 800-420-1980. And since we're in Vegas, Craig, uh, how's your Spanish working? Give that number in Espanol. <laughs> Come on. Ocho zero zero cuatro dos zero uno nueve ocho zero. Yeah, my Cinco de Mayo queen right there. No, okay, okay. We try. No, we, uh, he doesn't have his notebook with I him, know. so that's uh, and he doesn't have his voice either. So, anyways, check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk One Hundred One at Pot Underscore Brothers Underscore At Underscore Law. Yes. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig's at Waslaw. Dog Blue is at One Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande. 52. Yes. And our guest right now here at G4 Live at the beautiful Mandalay Bay is a very notorious known gangster in my book. Yes. Oh. From Las Vegas. The name is Larry Scheffler. If you don't know who he is, he's been a resident of Nevada for 48 years. He founded the Las Vegas Color Graphic Inc. 40 years ago in 1978. Grew into the largest privately owned commercial printing company in Nevada. Woo. 
Now, Las Vegas Color has a staff of more than 200 people. He has also served as a councilman for the city of Henderson, Nevada from 1990 to 1995. Mr. Scheffler has also served as a commissioner on six major commissions in Southern Nevada government. He has an extensive background in real estate, which means he makes a lot of money. Yes. And he's founded and is managing director of entities controlling over 1,000 acres in three states that are under some form of development. And not only that, folks, the CEO of Planet 13 Holdings, Inc., which is the big one here, not only the big one here, but the largest in the world. Let's give this man a round of applause. Give it up, folks, for Larry Sheffield. That's fantastic, Larry. Welcome Larry, to the show. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, brother. Thank you very much. Can I borrow 500? I'm hey! sorry. Did that come out too quick? <laughs> Joe. Joe. I, so, yeah. I only need a hondo. Yeah. You know? We all just want a couple of people. No, but Larry, seriously, very successful man. We applaud you. Thank you for doing everything that you did here in Nevada. I'm just curious off the top, going from real estate to cannabis, how did that transi- transition happen for you and why? Uh, well, really what happened is... Uh, uh, when I was on the city council, another gentleman, my partner right now and co-CEO, Bob Grosbeck, became yep. mayor. Wow. We kind of fought for a year and a half till we decided we liked each other. Right. Uh, <laughs> One of those uh, relationships. Then he was my attorney for 30 years, an investor with some of our real estate and so on. And he was at a county commission meeting doing what he did, lobbying. He heard the word cannabis or marijuana. And he goes, what the hell? Ah, I must have misheard. He heard it again, and he heard they were going legal for medical. And we thought this is a chance in like five lifetimes. Don't yes. we wish we were around when gaming was legalized in 1931? Yeah. Yes. Prohibition. Right? You're like, okay, so I'll, thought, I'll build a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, and we had more guts than brains, I, I think. And we said, we're going to get into it, knowing nothing about it. So. so knowing nothing about cannabis, just from the real estate aspect, did you start with going after licenses, buying property? What were your steps? Because you're very successful having the largest dispensary in the world. I mean, that's huge. We started out over on Sunset Decatur, and we had a 2,500 uh, score feet is all we had. And yet we did $18 million in the first 10 months. Wow. We decided when we opened, we knew, why do we want to compete with 43 other dispensaries in Southern Nevada for 2.3 million locals? We got 55 million visitors. Why, yeah. why aren't we going after them? Sure. The problem is, uh, with the state laws, you can't be in the gaming corridor and have any type anything cannabis. It's usually about a mile either side of the strip. Right. Well, us being in the city council and in government, we knew a little bit about zoning and some research. So we found out that where we are currently at Planet 13, there was a donut hole zoned outside of the gaming corridor. It kind of went around it because it was industrial. Uh, we found that out. Uh, we then went door to door and everybody in that donut hole to see who we could buy out, convince to move, pay or whatever. And we found the uh, Coors Distributing Building that a gentleman was in that was going to retire. And, uh, and it worked out. It worked out. Here's history. history. Now, now walk us through what the Planet 13 facility looks like, because it's very important for the, all those that are listening, so they kind of get an idea, because I know that it's a massive facility. It's the, the largest in the world. Can you share us a little bit what someone would expect to see as walking through your building? And, and, I, and I keep saying I agree with largest in the world and soon to be the largest in the universe. Yes. So we currently start out with, uh, we have 112,000 square foot building. Right. Coors Distributing, which is a big giant cooler. Uh, and so we started out with 16,200 feet for our first dispensary, including the grand hallway coming in. Beautiful. Uh, and then second phase, we put in Trace A Restaurant and a bar next door. 
And then we put in uh, about 15,000 square feet of production with all automation going in with the gummy squares and chocolates and drinks that you can actually watch at 118 foot long glass wall that's 20 foot tall. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Awesome. Now, so, how, much, wow. how much of those edibles did you eat? I have not tried my own product. Well, well, well don't get high on your own, own supply, supply, baby. That's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll have and, enough and, of it for everybody. Now, that, the last time I smoked was 1970 in the Air Force, loading bombs. We weren't too brilliant. In the, just loading bombs, <laughs> no big deal. We smoke <laughs> a bomb, we're loading bombs. Yes. Now, you know, we were arming the, the planes at the end of the runway at Nellis, and it just... Idi- idiot kids, but I'm, I made it through it. Now, what an amazing vision. I mean, to, to come into this industry and create something so uh, for our industry, we appreciate you for that. Now, we also know that you're coming to Orange County, California now, right? Correct. Now, that's our backyard. So tell us about Orange County, what's happening there. And Orange County is a 40,000 square foot building, uh, expandable at 55,000. We can put in a huge atrium under phase three. We'll have a consumption lounge and club and so on. So we have 43 cash registers at Planet 13 currently, and we'll have 50 at Orange County. But, of course, not to be d- overdone with Orange County larger than the, the mothership. Uh, middle of July, we expand from 43 cash registers to 85. Wow. After no. that, our next expansion, I think we'll have to start planning on it. We can then go up to double it one more time to 160 cash registers. Wow. Where, in, where in Orange County are you landing? We're in uh, uh, 3400 Warner. Oh, yeah. In Orange yeah. County. Wow. It's right around the corner. So I'm going to need to borrow $2,000 then. No. It, went, five, it went up on the side. Yeah, yeah. $500 is not enough. So is that, <laughs> co- is, that co- is that Costa Mesa or Santa Ana? Pardon me? Is that Santa Ana or that's Costa Mesa? No, it's Santa Ana. Santa, Santa, Ana. Ana. Santa Ana, correct? Well, I got a question. How many attorneys does Planet 3 actually have between Ooh. Nevada, California, and approximately? I don't know. Well, it varies. It, it, we're really from COVID. We got attorneys in Boston dealing yeah. with things over there we're looking at in Detroit and California. So, couple more hundred. than you got, more than you got fingers. First couple of all, let's of just say yeah. <laughs> too, too many. And if you ask any more, you might lose a finger. Huh? <laughs> so, our, Larry so, Shepler, co-CEO, of course, of Planet 13. And as you mentioned, those lawyers and things that you guys have been working on. I mean, at certain points, do you guys, as you're branching off, you started here in Nevada, going in California. I just heard you mention Boston. What are the locations are Planet 13 planning to take over? Because when you said not only the world, you're looking at the galaxy. I mean, are you guys planning to be on Mars soon? Moon? The, where are we going? Where are Pluto. We going? Pluto. You just get, get, as you say, Planet 13, I'm like, well, you guys are going to start your own planet. Well, he's got, he's got, got We'd love to. We'd love to. He's got an announcement that him and Elon are going to partner. Exactly. Right? And then the first dispensary. But, on but the seriously, way to the Larry, as I hear you mention Boston, is that the next market you guys are going to after California? We're looking at Boston, of course, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago. Uh, we're looking at Florida, seeing when will it be going legal. We're looking at Phoenix, and uh, of course, it's still in other places in California because California is almost like three locations: yeah. San Francisco, yeah. LA, and San Diego. Sure. So we've got our hands full. My partner and I have been traveling for the last 45 days, coast to coast. We've been raising money for about two years now. Uh, through a public company, we're sitting with about 150 million in the bank and zero debt. So we're kind of on a buying Bravo. acquisition, but we're really looking for the deal. You know, we spend the money like it's out of our pocket, even though it's our investors' money. Sure. And that's, I guess, how you'd want your your CEO to do it. So sure. if it's not right for us or the investors, we move on. But uh, so yeah. are, are you uh, are you acquiring uh, an existing license in Santa Ana? 
No, uh, an existing license that someone had. Yes, we did not get the license. We bought it from them and the location. They were kind of joined together. Gotcha. Great. Yeah. You know, because they're not all. You, you can't get one from scratch anymore in Santa Ana. The uh, application yeah, period. Very hard. Closed. It's all very hard everywhere. It is. Now, we, it we deal with a lot of mergers and acquisitions ourselves, and it's it's a hot market right now. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of stuff is overpriced. I think a lot of stuff people are Talk way about. overvaluing. So, so the the I mean, my, my next question would be no, you weren't talking into the mic, Craig. We couldn't even what? hear you. You were you're cheek you're cheek talking, bud. So <laughs> we don't need to hear you. So, are, is your plan to go public? Or are you guys going to stay private? No, we are public. You guys are already public. In in uh, we're at about we're at about uh, six dollars and seventy cents a share right now. We started out at sixty cents a share. Okay. Uh, under two under three years ago. C- congratulations, that's so, beautiful. Uh, as we make other announcements, if we make other acquisitions, uh, it'll start uh, going on here pretty steady. We're well, I'll just take shares. Then. What's yeah. the ticker? <laughs> and we're all doing moves right here. You guys are going to break real quick. It's Larry Scheffler, co-CEO of Planet 13. We're all the way live, G4 Live. We'll be right back after this. Yes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory monty fell into the upholstery machine Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, 
I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 right here at G4 Live, Bud Tenders Awards in Las Vegas. And Joe, we have an amazing show, don't we? And we do, and it's uh, Larry Scheffler, co-CEO of, of course, G uh, Planet 13 Holding, Inc., largest dispensary in the world. And as we just mentioned, Blue Bud Tender Awards, Larry, are you hands-on whatsoever, like contacting, talking to the bud tenders there? I mean, you have 80-some registers, which is phenomenal. Your place looks amazing. I've only had the fortunate of watching an interview with you online and watching them go through the place. I have not yet been there, but I can't wait to go check it out. But the bud tenders there, let's talk about that at Planet 13. Do you talk to them? Do you know them? Do you walk in and they go, who's this guy? <laughs> no, no, they all know me. Unfortunately, I'm terrible with faces and or with names. Uh, faces I recognize all the time. But we're up over a 500 people at the at the Planet 13 because sure. we're 24 seven. And you have other companies with all kinds of other employees as well. So right, there's that. Right, right. But no, I, I go through every day. My partner and I even go on the floor, say hi to everybody. How's everything going? If there's any problems or anything. But we have such a good team from our general managers to department heads to the trainers. Uh, and I think last time the awards were here, I think we even took first place for Planet 13. Wow. In the Bud Tenders when they had 7,000 apply from around the world. So, so how do you uh, snatch up a general manager, whoever's in charge of the Bud Tenders and the product and, and customer service, uh, not having had any experience in the industry? How did you go about that? Almost everything was from within. We started hiring in at Medicine, which was our first local store. And Ewanari, he started out as a as a bud tender, moved up to assistant manager, oh, moved wow. up to a trainer. Uh, so we, we believe within you're doing a good job. I don't have to look outside. I want to reward the people that are working for us right now. Yes. I mean, that, that's a huge part of it. So. And as you say that, is Planet 13 doing more educational seminars there? Or do you guys have plans in the future of hosting your own events as you have such a huge uh, venue they're at your own place. Maybe setting up a podcast inside of it that just looks similar to this one. No, <laughs> Cannabis Talk 101 broadcasting live from Planet 13. Well, we could teach people to shut the fuck up, too, with ask questions. Well, do you know what that is, first of all? Do you know what the script is? What's that? Do you know what the script is? Have you ever heard of it? The no. script. No. Okay. Oh, Craig. Craig please. and Mark are going to share the script. Because your you brother guys. doesn't have his voice right now. Here's first off a business I card, Mark. It. Try and muster sure? it. Are you sure you can talk this <laughs> out? The last 25 yeah, yeah. words you ever say to the police. Okay, so they're <laughs> going to tell you the script right now. Everybody so, at Planet 13 should know this as they leave, Larry. This is something that can be printed on their bags. Well, and it applies to everybody because when you're out there driving around, especially when you leave a dispensary, cops are sitting on them like bars. And they're following people. And when you get pulled over, the best way to preserve and protect your rights, remedies, and defenses is by doing this. Big brother, what do you say when the cops first pull you over? Why'd you pull me over? And when they start asking you sorts of questions, what do you say? Not discussing my day. And if they ask you more questions and start intimidating you and try to scare you, <laughs> what do you say? Am I being detained or am I free to go? And if detained, what do you say? I invoke the fifth. And then no matter what they say, try to threaten and scare you, what do you do? 
I shut the fuck up. And it's that simple. It's that simple. <laughs> STFU. And Larry, it's the hashtag STFU from the infamous lawyers, the Pop Brothers at Law. That's what they do, and it doesn't only work in California. It works all over the world. It really does. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's qualify that. It works all over the United States, and in certain parts of the world, you will right. remove I invoke the fifth because they don't have the amendment there, and you just go straight to shutting the fuck up. It works in like, the UK, Canada, Thailand, we've heard from attorneys all over the world that it works that way too. It does. Larry, back to Planet 13. I want to ask you, thinking of what you had to go through from all your business development deals to jumping into cannabis as you were investment with properties and this, that, was that transition different in an aspect of dealing with more problems because let's just face it the bbc changes everything the, the plans change the the rules change all the time maybe they do with property but with cannabis it seems like it was always changing was it difficult for you to jump into that avenue because of that uh, no i don't think it was it's difficult for me uh, it's more like uh, problem solving just when you're entrepreneur period from when they shut us down, you can't sit and think what I'm going to do and crawl in the fetal position in the damn closet, right? When yeah. COVID started. So immediately right. we jumped to uh, 100 drivers, took the bud tenders, converted them into drivers, about 30 vehicles, and got off running on that right away. So, you know, uh, did, that's you, smart. Did, you, did your sales go up, by the way, uh, when, when COVID hit, or were they, did they stay the same? Uh, they uh, went down for uh, two months, and then we started increasing, going up again. And in October, still in the middle of COVID, we had our largest month ever in the history of Planet 13. I, I think it was one of we the largest. We broke the news, We actually. broke the news on that, actually. And I, I don't remember the, the numbers, Joe. You, it was your coverage, right? I mm. think it was. Oh. The, well, how about this? The 420 on 420 this on past 420. one. You guys had a record-breaking day there. 158. Four hundred fifty-three thousand in go. one day. In one Whoa. day, folks. Welcome to and, the and cannabis and industry. One store. Who says money? One store. One Who store? says money doesn't grow on trees? <laughs> Literally, right? Literally. Were you guys shocked, Larry, when that happened? Or we, I mean, of course, it's a great day and it's a pat on everybody back, and there's a good data boy for everybody. But was it a surprise? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was only a surprise that, uh, that the bud tenders worked so well and everybody in the team worked so well to get them through the store. That, that's really the hard part. I mean, uh, even yesterday, it's almost gets depressing because the wait becomes so long, and that's why we're waiting for the doubling of our dispensary to 85, wow. 85 yeah. cash registers. That's wow. that's the only depressing part. It's Can't like get getting, the, getting in line at Disneyland and and waiting and getting on that ride and waiting. But on. people wait, don't they? Yes, and they're patient. They do, but they, again, they want to be entertained, and I think that's part of it. And that's where adding more entertainment value with our expansion from fighting robots behind the glass uh, walls. That sword fights that come really? into and the loser we, we parts could, of winter a beer and all kinds of things. We could do fighting. We'll fight each other too. Right here, you know, naked. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. Oh, oh! There goes my sales. Yes. <laughs> come on, we're not going to enhance her. Larry, how does that come to you guys? I mean, who's the one who says, "Okay, let's be out of the box thinkers and have some cool shit like that at Planet 13"? Well, my partner, who, again, who is an attorney and very good at what he does, and on the political side, he's done an awful lot. He tends to go to that side because that's uh, his background. I'm in graphics and creative, so I tend to go to the creative side with the orbs that we got out of Germany, the first in the Western Hemisphere installed, to the uh, butterflies you guys haven't seen yet that are 18 inches wide that will be flying around, wow. to the fighting robots. I go on that part. Wow. No matter which one of us came up with ideas, whether it be political or another idea or this, we get together and decide together. But I always lean towards the, the graphics and the special effects and trying to entertain the people. Fantastic. And, and as you're here in Las Vegas with the largest dispensary in the world, 
there's a lot of haters out there. And how do the people in Nevada treat you, look at you, let alone the other dispensaries of, damn, you become big brother. Yeah. Bottom line. Quickly. You're the biggest brother now on the freaking block. So <laughs> well, how, does that ha- how does that go? Well, we had a lot of people that didn't understand our vision, including uh, our vi- one of our vice presidents, who's a fantastic guy, but he said, guys, I-, I don't know what you're doing. So we had one of the largest, or the CEOs, one of the largest cannabis companies in the U.S. when we first opened in November two years ago that said, guys, I don't get it. Uh, I-, I don't see your vision. I don't think you're going to make it here. Uh, I don't understand. Really? Wow. And then outside, talking to our same bankers out of Canada, he said, uh, I don't see what these guys are doing. I'll give them six months. There'll be a Korean barbecue. Wow. His wow. words. Really? Yeah. And the good thing Literally. is, at least he's eating some Korean barbecue now. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, now have, you, have you doubled back and out, shook their hands and smiled at them and showed them that, that uh, it's a game changer? Absolutely. He's actually work, working with us on a lot of items inside for the So uh, speaking, speaking of Big Brother, and not just my Big Brother, but <laughs> it's federally illegal still. Yeah. How? What are your concerns? With the, are there concerns or worries that today, tomorrow, one day the feds are just going to come? Uh, not for me. The train has left the station, and yes. all of the politicians are bellying up the bar to get their part of the tax, and they're not going to get rid of the tax once they fall in love with it. You never lose the tax. So sure. I don't see that's ever going to happen. I think the next thing is you guys probably all agree we're going to get the uh, the banking acts where we can everybody start doing some banking. Then probably states' rights, and then finally off the federal level. Larry, if you had a crystal, yeah, crystal ball, how soon do you think it flips? I mean, is it going to be one day we wake up federally legal, or are we looking at three or five years before this thing happens? Even with everybody thought when, when our current administration that's in there now gets in, they were all marijuana that's friendly. That's we hoping. They're, they're not, not so they're much. Not marijuana they're, they're, no, not they're so clearly much. not. No, yeah. And we even see the, the vice president no. was supposedly marijuana friendly. She flipped. Now, flipped. She's flipped. flipped. We've oh, talked we, about this. What are they, very, politicians? Very disappointing <laughs> that she flipped like yeah. she this did. This bothered me a lot as well. Yeah, I'd say three to five years for federal, off the federal level. Gotcha. I would say hopefully this year for the banking. Yes. And then maybe in a year or two for states' rights. Yeah, once banking comes, I think it's going to quickly... Two, three years after. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree yeah, with and you. I really don't think that the current president, I mean, right. I, I can't see him vetoing something that actually comes out of the House and the Senate. I, I, I hope he wouldn't veto something with his, because he still has that reefer mentality, whether anybody likes it or not. You know, just in his campaign, he, you know, made the comments about a gateway drug. And, uh, and then for the vice president to flip like she recently did, very, very disappointing. I feel like we were really bamboozled. Because the whole way, even Bernie, and like it felt like he was taking the Bernie side and like, oh, this and that. And then Kamala joining all these forces and being a part of this, being a part of that. I had this gut feeling as well that, you know, it's going to happen quickly. And then people got fired. But I, let's, yeah, there's so many things. So, yeah, we don't need to get in politics, but God willing, it happens sooner than Larry. Uh, sooner than later, Larry. <laughs> than Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. It's happened sooner than Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but, Larry, you got a good thing going for you. What, do we have a date when the one in Santa Ana is opening? Uh, officially for the public, uh, July 1st, and then our grand opening for all the uh, uh, everybody else uh, in California. Uh, we're private na- party at June twenty uh, June twenty fourth. Well, we're in Orange County right there, so we we're, we're na- broadcast we're live from there, yeah. and uh, maybe help with the grand opening and do something great for you guys. That'd be fantastic. I, I think it'd be great. When we come back, we got the high five with Larry Scheffler, the co CEO of Planet Thirteen. We're live from G Four Live. If you didn't come here, the Bud Tender Awards, you're missing out on a great event. We'll be right back after this. Yes.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory monty fell into the upholstery machine Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (gasps) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law. Blue and Big Joe Grande. What's happening, man? Let's do my favorite part of the show, the high five. With Larry Scheffler, the co-CEO of Planet 13 Holding Inc. But before we go there, Larry, we were talking on the break and drew everyone's interest. Everyone's eyes popped up and ears perked up, which is something that we forgot to mention. But you not coming from a cannabis background, you and your co-partner of Planet 13. How did you guys find the growers and the people to really help you get established into making and creating this beautiful plant? 
And, and well, again, it, my partner and I, neither one of us have tried our own product. So we're business guys. So we thought we were going to do this. We thought, we don't know anything about growing. We're smart enough to know what we didn't know. Yes. So we thought, well, we, we have to find a grower. So we interviewed uh, six or seven guys, and they'd come in, you know, with kind of with their head down and go, uh, yeah, hey, man, uh, I can grow you some good shit, man. <laughs> like, Isn't that funny when that happens? You're so stoned, you can't even look me in the eye, right? I, right, I'm right, right. i you with my money. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting a little frustrated. We're saying that if we can't find somebody, right, maybe we got to rethink this. Sure. Well, my son-in-law, who is a manager at an asphalt paving, hot, hot job, rough job in town. They smoke a lot of weed. Asphalt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, I got a guy who works on asphalt with me on my uh, in paving and wants to know if uh, he can grow for you. I said, no offense, Bob, but your uh, your guys are usually felons or ex-cons, right? Yeah, they're the tatted, best ones. They're tatted up to here, yeah. right? And they hit each other over the head with a shovel every day in a fight, you know? I, I don't think it'll work. Oh, okay, he says. A week later, he says he's still emailing me. Do you you want to talk to him? I go, yeah, I, I'll get back to you. Figuring he'd quit asking me. A week later, he says he's emailing me, texting me, calling me. Just meet with him, get him off my back. Okay, have him come up to the house, so... Bob and I are up there. He comes in, got a suit on, clean cut, briefcase. I go, who, who the hell are you? He, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for somebody else. Yeah, right. right, right who are you? He says, I'm, I'm your son-in-law's Bob friend. I go, you're telling me you work in the paving crew with my son-in-law. No, no. He said, we sell him the asphalt. I work in the, uh, uh, doing the testing on the asphalt. <laughs> First of all, you think you could have told me that? Yeah. First of all, right? A bit better, better email. Uh, yeah, so. We didn't. You know, he says, you want to see my wares? I'm thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. So he goes, yeah, yeah, show us your wares, you know. <laughs> so he takes the lid off this thing and spilled the house. I go, what the hell is it? Nice. He said, it's a Chloe. I've been working on it 10 years, a flower, but, you know. And he says, uh, uh, I've been asked to join the World Cup in Amsterdam, invitation only. Holy I'm, shit. I'm going to take first place. I had no idea what he's talking about. I go, yeah, that, that's great, kid. Uh, so not even know what to ask him. I go, tell us what you know about growing. Like, we knew everything, right? He starts in, and after two hours, my partner and I look at each other and go, I think we found our guy. Yeah. Wow. Now, he entered the contest and took first place in the world. And has taken first, second, or third in the world since 2014. Oh, so wow. he, he, we gave him part of the company. We gave him 3% of our company. Wow. He's just too belly to lose. He's been unbelievable. He's the third leg of our stool. We, we couldn't that's have done awesome. it without him either. And that's the product that's in Planet 13. What is that product called? Chloe. I love Chloe. that name. That's what, what, fantastic. Where did it come from, Chloe? Where did that name come from? It came from him uh, developing it over 10 years later. He, he learned a lot of it from his father. The courts dealt in the gray market back then. He learned from his father, high school <laughs> graduate, and self-taught, and just a savant on growing in cannabis. It's, it's funny. It reminds me of Blue right here. Blue's a second-generation grower. His dad was a grower, and that's, you know. I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower, Joe. That is true. But, <laughs> and he did not win the uh, world, world one, though. That's an amazing story yeah. right there. So does it, when he grows, does he help with the, you know, breaking it down as well and abstracting it and doing all that stuff? He's involved with all of the growing, was in the extraction also. Now we have Stephen Markle, who's a vice president of our extraction division, that he also found. Uh, again, another uh, great kid in, in what he does. But Chris expanded so far, he's even in charge of our dispensary and all our software programs and integrating everything together and security. And on that part of it, he's fantastic. He is not the business guy, and he knows it. We talk about it. That's Bob and I, although we all work together. But the rest of it, I just, 
phenomenal young man. How many yeah. products, Larry, does Planet 13 have? Like you said, they got Chloe, and I'm always thinking of Chloe Kardashian when I hear the word Chloe, because that's the biggest name that rhymes with Chloe right now in my head, anyways. <laughs> but what are the things that you guys have there that is strictly in-house products? We probably have about uh, 40 different strains that wow. we have only ourselves. 40 different wow. strains. 40 different strains. And, and they're, what about, all, they're all premium. I mean, just, But you guys carry other people's we, products? We carry 50 other vendors besides, absolutely. Gotcha. And, we, and again, we charge for you to be on our floor. We have oh, so gotcha. many people who want to be on because we're seeing 100,000 people a month coming through the store from around the world. Sure. And so we thought, how do we fit everybody? We can't. So we started saying, okay, we're going to charge. Now who wants to be on the floor? There's a list when someone falls off that somebody else wants to get on. So we generate over that three million awesome. a year just wow. on shelf space w in our store. Which Thanks. is actually a model that I thought that the industry was going towards from the beginning, right? Because I believe it's like the supermarket and the liquor store model. Exactly. And I thought it was a brilliant way to come into the to the market space for almost all dispensaries. But a lot of people didn't want to follow that suit, and some people decided to. Do you feel like that that was a, a great uh, business decision for you guys? Yeah, but it's, again, it's to me, it's common sense. Sure. Uh, it's, it makes uh, sense. It, it, yes. I'm, I'm not a brain genius that way. It's just uh, entrepreneur and how am I going to make money? And how Did you guys follow a format or is it something that you guys developed no. for, for the cannabis industry yourself? We developed ourselves because we couldn't fit everybody in. And that's when our brain starts thinking, uh, how are we going to do this? How can we generate more? And I'd like to get that model and help you guys license it to all the other stores. Okay. Yeah. Is that through <laughs> stock or 2,000 or we at five now? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know yet. <laughs> we're at 50 now. We're at 50. 50 well, now pounds, it's time. It's now, now we're partners. Can, now can we're we partners. do the high five? Yes. Though. Now, Larry, we get to do the favorite part of our show. It's called the high five with the co-CEO and board member of Planet 13 Holding Inc., Larry Scheffler. Question number one. How old are you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from? Uh, 1969 in Barnesville, Minnesota at a gas station, and I got it from a friend of mine, sold a joint, came over from California, and that's actually where part of the name came from. So you'd buy a joint, he'd give you a sticker with a 13 and a circle on it. No way. I said, well, what's, what's this for? He said, put it in your, your car, your dad's station wagon, if you don't have a car, and it tells your friends your smoke marijuana is like a secret society. Yeah, what the hell does 13 have to do with marijuana? <laughs> yeah. right? 13th letter of the alphabet, he said. It's yeah. an M. Yeah. So we put it on the cars. You drive around. You go, hey, Jimmy Johnson, he smokes too. Uh, Bobby Anderson, I don't know he smoked. Nice. Parents didn't oh know. Oh, my God. That's that, that's, so wow. that's how Planet 13 helped get its name. Planet. I love planet. it. You're a genius, Joe. Wait, <laughs> how amazing. old were you? How old were you? 19. 19. Wow. 19. When okay. you did smoke. This is question number two, because you said you haven't smoked in quite some time. 19. When you did smoke, what was your favorite way to use cannabis? I only smoked and took uh, brownies. Brownies was pretty rough on me. I think I had too many not knowing, and I love sweets. So I'm eating them like crazy, and I'm going home, and uh, ooh. It hits. What type of reaction did you have? Were you just like? It was just everything was flashing like a billboard where you see the thing. Yes. It was short-circuiting How do I me. turn this off? How do I turn uh, this off? It drive me crazy. And of course, smoking, you know, you'd smoke at the end of the runway, going loading the bombs, and you take a puff, you go, you feel anything yet? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're smoking the leaves. We didn't know any better. Right, Are right. you kidding me? Yeah. Question number three of the high five with Larry, Planet 13, right here at G4 Live. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis. Craziest place. 
Well, next to a bomb is still pretty crazy already. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's got to take the cake. Got to be yeah. the craziest Tell us place. that story one time because I was on break when we talked about it. No, that was on the show. He said, uh, but no, still. I can't get arrested. Oh, yeah. I was on break. <laughs> we're, we loaded bombs and we'd go to the end of the runway. The planes would come. We'd have to go take the safety pins out and set the fuses. So we'd take a pop <laughs> oh, and go, wow. I'll get this one. We jog out there after taking a pop, you know, and uh, setting the fuses. Keep you nice and calm. Wow. Oh. And that was 1971. Obviously, that was 1970. Obviously, it worked because you did not blow yourself up. Look, look, all See? fingers. All fingers. See? Those are <laughs> fake pinkies. And thank you for your services, by the way. Uh, it definitely you. made him smarter. I mean, look, look where he is. Yeah. So with that, question number four of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five with Larry, CEO of Planet 13. What is your what was your go-to munchies after you got high? Oh, wow. Good question, <laughs> huh? Thank you. Anything sweet. Fair enough. Oh. Anything chocolate, sweet. Chocolate, Relax. sour, or sugary? <laughs> It'd be uh, sugary or chocolate. Yes. Yes. Those Animate are good ones. Those are good ones right there. Yeah, exactly. You get me excited. Question number five with a high five. Larry, if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I know it's been a while. But say you come out of retirement and you shake them cowboy boots up and say, let's get one rolled up for the good old boys. Who is it? Oh, boy. Oh, that's a good question. I never even thought of that. Uh, dead or alive, huh? Right. I see you thinking, too. Alive. You got this good thought process going. I smoked with I didn't smoke, but I sat and watched Mike Tyson. And he was smoking, so that was fun, but I actually that's didn't smoke. That's a unique smoke. scenario, yeah. Yeah, that's a unique scenario. When and where was that? Uh, um... When he was at Planet 13, I believe yeah, I've seen a video he, he, of that as well. Yes. Yeah, Pre-cannabis, he came every every quarter. and uh, Checked out on the place. Fantastic young, uh, older guy now, but fantastic. He treated everybody like they were a high school buddy. The most uh, just genuine guy I've met, uh, down to earth and no attitude at all. Just That's good beautiful. guy, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, so, so who would it be, Larry, dead or alive? You're sitting there. You got a few years under your belt, so I'm, still, oh, and, 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 I, I, I'm oh. almost thinking Grateful Dead in my head. Shots fired. Yeah, you know, hey, shots I, fired at Larry. I'm I mean, still I'm still alive too. If you want to smoke with me, we'll figure well, something I out. Well, I think I think one of my favorite groups, of course, back then, if I could smoke with the group of the Crosby, Seals, Nash and Young. Yes, yeah. yes. There See, you for go. for you looking at you for some weird reason, I was judging it, thinking musical group. I don't know why. I was feeling your vibe when he's probably said Grateful Dead, something like that, where you know you're sitting there thinking so hardcore, and I'm going, where is he going to go? So why would it be them? Uh, just because one one of my favorite groups, they just seem down to earth and uh, and regular guys, I guess. Can you sing one of their songs for us? No. <laughs> oh, hold on. We have a Craig, line pull out your you. guitar. I'll be gone. A duo. Everybody will leave. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> Larry Scheffler, co-CEO of Planet 13. Is there anything else that you want to let people know out there? What they could experience? Did we miss anything that you'd like to promote on the podcast? All over the world. You come to Las Vegas. You're going to want to come to Planet 13. Yes. It's 2548 West Desert Inn Road, Suite 100 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89109. Larry, what can you mention that we forgot? No, I think you got it all. It just it would be changing uh, different uh, 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 people, our customers, interactive experiences, ongoing, constantly. So you'll see that over the next two years. So you think you've come and seen it all, you'll come and see the next uh, new thing we invented. And are we going to have that experience as well in Orange County? 
Absolutely. And yeah. all the other ones leading forward, I know you mentioned all of Boston. The all of the superstores. So our model will change a little bit, whereas we buy other companies. We'll have smaller stores. They will be neighborhood Planet 13 stores. Okay, that's the difference. And then so we'll as you say, superstore, will they have that? Because this Planet 13 here in Las Vegas, says it had the superstore involved in it? That's the first I've heard of that one. So when you say superstore, I look at Walmart superstore, and I get what you're saying. That's the big experience. They got the meat. They got the clothes. They got everything. Yes. So the superstore for Planet 13 is going to have everything there, the big smorgasbord. The neighborhood ones are going to be a little smaller. How can someone identify that besides the square footage of the building? Uh, we, nothing will be called superstore unless it is. None of our smaller stores, they'll probably they'll hang on to the model or the logo that we bought or purchased. And underneath the tagline will say a Planet, a, a Planet 13 neighborhood store. Okay. See, all of our superstores in 12 to 15 cities will always be a superstore, an entertainment, a destination. Just like we've got a 16-foot uh, octopus uh, when you first walk into the dispensary that the tentacles are crushing the air-conditioning vents and pulling pipes down. We've got a beach scene that you walk on, you look behind you, and your footprints are in the sand. Nice. The water then washes away the footprints behind you, just like the beach. Wow. Nice. Uh, to 500 umbrellas that will be in there with a CO2 machine that hits the umbrellas, and vapor comes down, looks like it's raining on you. To uh, A Cannabis Talk 101 logo. Yeah. <laughs> to having the Cannabis Talk 101 experience in there, ha hanging out there and broadcasting live. I was live. just going to say that. I'm glad you brought that up. We're, we're partners again. <laughs> well, hold yeah. on. Because you're talking about Orange County. When was the uh, grand opening? Say those two. There were two dates you gave earlier for well, Orange County. June 24th County. is a private party that we're going to have for the grand opening. Uh, soft opening and then open to the public is July 1st. There you go. Very nice. Well, well we'll be checking our emails for the invite, so I can't wait to get that. I'll give you the card. I Don't know worry. a guy. Well, there it is, guys. <laughs> We're right here live at G4 Live Bud Tenders Awards. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this if no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.